Hello there, and thanks for checking out another Light Reading Telecom News Recap. This one for the work week that ended Friday, June 11th. My name is Phil Harvey, and I'm here in the big, weird state of Texas. And I'm Fiona Graham in the boiling hot city of London. Here are three stories you should check out if you haven't seen them already. It's the season finale we all knew was coming, but with a bit of a twist and a setup for season two, potentially. The battle to the death between former U.S. President Donald Trump and video app TikTok and Chinese messaging behemoth WeChat looks like it's going on hiatus, at least for a while. So President Biden's announced the executive order banning the platforms in the U.S. has been cancelled. Given that TikTok's main strategy for getting ahead of this was waiting till Trump was out of office, it does look like it's been a huge success. But it's not all good news, though. Biden also announced a review into the security of both apps. So this could be a cliffhanger rather than a series finale. So it looks like we'll just have to wait for season two. I'll be back. I think I'll be back soon. So story number two, a French company now owns the most shares in the UK incumbent BT. Uh, So France-based telecoms group Altice this week bought a 12.1% stake in BT. That goes along with German incumbent Deutsche Telekom, which already owns a 12% stake in BT. I'll have what she's having. That was interesting to me because Altice and Deutsche Telekom are also big players in the U.S. market as well. Uh, Altice USA was formed when it acquired uh, Suddenlink Communications in 2015, and then it acquired Cablevision Systems in 2016. And of course, in the U.S., Deutsche Telekom owns T-Mobile, which is a company that buys up all the commercials during American sports programming. I'm not sure what else they do. Um, Altice is controlled by uh, a billionaire, uh, Patrick Drahi, who apparently believes that uh, BT's potential as the UK's main provider of full fiber broadband services was not reflected in the company's share price. He sees that there's a lot of upside there. That's why he made the investment. It's a big risky bet on a big fiber build out. We'll have to see how it turns out. There's something in the air that makes me feel like things are gonna go my way. So it looks like there is finally a sensible use case for Starlink, SpaceX's low Earth orbit satellite broadband service. The company's finally admitted that they are in talks with several airlines to launch the service on their planes as in-flight Wi-Fi, which does make sense. You ever been in a cockpit before? Starlink admitting to having these discussions comes just a few months after they said that a big focus was going to be connectivity for planes, for trucks and other moving vehicles. And in March, they filed an application for a blanket license Earth stations in motion or confusingly, if you work in the telecom space, eSIMS. Starlink is, just like its founder Elon Musk, controversial. Elon Musk being the marmite of the tech world. There are those that don't believe the service will ever be financially viable, let alone pay for Musk's Mars colonization plans, which is what he wants to do. Humanity's future will be among the stars. Or those that just take issue with the horizon being filled with thousands of competing pieces of future space junk. And there are the SpaceX and Starlink fanboys, a group that makes the Apple fandom look frankly amateur and will probably give the BTS army a run for their money. It's not Apple, so it's... All right, that is our recap for the week that ended Friday, June the 11th. For Fiona Graham and all of our light reading contributors and editors around the world, thanks for doing what you do, and we hope you have a great week. 